I'ma get it, you know I be on the way What's up and welcome to another exciting adventure of Ride the Rebellion podcast. The first episode of 2024. You guys thought we were canceled, but no, somehow Twitter has not. What is it called now? X. X going to give it to you. Going to give it to you. <laughs> X is not destroying us. We have a very special episode today because it is chock full of wonderful human beings. First off, we have this person. It's a black screen because she doesn't have a camera. Hello. Introducing... World-renowned black screen artist <laughs> in this corner. That's a lot of pressure. Let's. But we gave her a microphone a this week. We so did give her that. a mic. She is hot on the mic. Uh, we have the, the world famous Tina Justina from Justina <laughs> <laughs> from yes. Washington with lice. <laughs> Inside joke. Moments yeah. before the show started. Man, nice. it's also, gone now. <laughs> also with me is the king of the South Alabama turndown, the legend of Bagger Vance's best friend. The bag. A bag. <laughs> Mayonnaise, there's a lot of jokes in there. <laughs> Dale Boyd of Dale Boyd's Schwartz Management. FAO Schwartz Management. The best part about that, and I don't know if I've said it on the pod, I probably have, but people actually ask me what the sports management thing means. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I have to, brief, I have to tell them. I don't even know what, what does it mean. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means it's, it's a degree I own. Oh. oh. Not the deodorant. It's just a degree. Um, and we'll get to our special guest in one second because first, it's the new year and we've got to talk about the sponsors that we still have. In the last episode, we attempted, we trashed them. We attempted to get removed by every sponsor, but I'm proud to say that most of them have stuck it out with us. Mm-hmm. They're running the mile. They're running the extra mile. They're going to take you to the summit. Damn, that was good. You spun it back on me. I, know. I was giving really you a, an easy tee up and they're going to help you take it to summit. Yeah, that, we're talking about Summit Bike Academy where you can learn to ride a bike and not run at all. No, because you're going to learn how to run at run and try when you get off the bike. That's absolutely correct. And here's the thing. Once you have a bike or a good running set, you're going to need to build it, you're going to need to tune it, and you're going to need to ride it, whatever it might be. It's also... BTR. BTR. That's right. Oh. I, had to, I had to check myself for the uh, rating of this episode. I was oh. checking the screen for the rating... <laughs> and I looked at it and it said PG-13 and I was like, this joke might go oh, past that. Yeah. All right. Well, once you get done at BTR, you'll be such a badass that you have to hippity hoppity right over to Man of War Tattoo oh. and get tatted up so that you can prove to everyone how tough you are. Because the truth is, if you're a mountain biker and you don't have 26 tattoos on your right arm, <laughs> Just you're the right nothing. One? Does anyone in this room have tattoos? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I have a stick figure. Yeah. Air high five. I do not. I have a stick figure from Man of War tattoo. Oh. Yeah, we don't have, we're actually contractually not allowed to show. Don't. Yeah. Show Kevin last week was not kidding. He was like, please don't show that. Yeah. Um, it's so good, though. It really is good. It's one of my good. favorite tattoos you have. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I switched to Eric because I was thinking I was going to switch to Justine, <laughs> but she's not there. Oh. And then uh, with us today, uh, joining <laughs> us for the very first time ever on the show, I... I I'm going to preface this to say, so I heard a lot about Eric Hagen from Dale, and and it was good stuff, dude. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. But what I didn't understand is, like, he talked about, oh, God, Eric, he's so loud and fun and gets a bullhorn. He lives in his van. I mean, all these things <laughs> oh, that are, like, 
He's like, um, is it Chris Farley? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, is this mildly questionable uh, who this human being is? And then I I experienced Eric. Honestly, the first time I ever met him was at Bump and Grind of last bump, year. Yeah. That was the first them. time. Bump and Grind. Bump and the Grind. Yeah. Bump, yeah. And he comes out with all these wacky bicycles. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't watched that episode, you can see the Todd attempting to sh- uh, steal the show in the background. And then I get to it. spend time with him at Jankfest because Bump and Grind, we were working, so it was a little bit different thing. And I got to spend time with him at Jankfest. And, yep. and uh, man, he's one of the human. So there's a few people that have been on this show that I am grateful that this show has let me meet certain people. One of them is Nixon. Mm-hmm. The other one is Eric Hagan. Oh, man. And like knowing him has enriched my life. I can walk away knowing that at some point in my life, I can tell a story about him or think about him or just have a bad day and just channel him. But for whatever reason, I am grateful as a human being to know him. Uh, and I would like to introduce that guy. Right Thank you. There, Eric Hagan. I, I, there's no way I can follow that. That was, it was like, it's like I'm the the preacher and you just gave like my introduction and I, I don't have a Or sermon. your eulogy. One of <laughs> and that's the episode. Thanks for guy. watching. Uh, oh, wow. uh, Dale, uh, just we, remember what Dale Boyd says. <laughs> Eric is the best. Thank you. We always wanted to hear our eulogy and I think I just heard it. So I can die now. Thank you. Well, wow. We went we more than 24, that. folks. Welcome to the 24. To, welcome to 2024. Yep. Wait, have I experienced Eric more than you? Whoa. <laughs> I think you did. Did you? Did you? I went out? to the race with Carrie, and you were at the race with oh, Carrie. Oh yeah, yes. That yeah, race yeah. was terrible. Oh, for yes. me, unprepared, yes. barely riding. Yeah, it was. Te- I I lost a piece of my soul. What up on where, the mountain? A couple where times. Where was that? <sighs> Coldwater. No, it wasn't. It was not the one. It wasn't Coldwater, no, but it was right, right, it was right cold next water. to it. It was it like was the uh, attack on Magellan's wand. Oh, oh for, yeah, yeah. Shred for Sloan. Yeah, Fort McClellan. Yeah, Fort McClellan. Yes, that so was amazing. So I know you more than he does. Well, right, because y'all raced and I did not. Air high five. Yeah, that's see, Suck it, that is actually what I enjoy doing is I like to go to these bike events yep. and not touch my bike. That's, that's what, what I, I do. Heard, but that's what I heard about you is that it, I don't someone, touch my bike. Someone, someone said oh. no. If you want to experience a real, a real style hype man, you've got to meet. And I'm not making that up. <laughs> Listen, and you're a legitimate real hype man. Okay, so. I won't mention Butch's name, but um, <laughs> at Bump and Grind, so like they, Scott comes up to me, he goes, "Hey man, Scott Vickery. No, Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt. Got yeah, it. he's like, "Hey man, will you uh, you, you can uh, drive <laughs> oh, wow. the uh, the truck," and I was like, "Okay, for how long?" He goes, "Until five. Scott, it's twelve o'clock. Like, so now I'm driving the truck for five hours," and he was like, "Yeah, well, so anyway, about three hours in." Butch stops the truck. He goes, "Hey man, can you make an announcement?" I was like, and I look over at, at our at the pavilion, and there's like 15 volunteers, but yet Butch wanted me to make the announcement. So I was like, "Yeah, I guess." So I stop the truck, make an announcement, and keep going. So yeah, talk about hype. There's your hype. <laughs> no, it's absolute fact of like if you guys haven't experienced, you will know Eric because you have heard him if you've been around any of those events and you travel most of the state. Yeah. Not so much down here. Cause we don't have that much stuff. you got some good stuff. This is where I cut my teeth. I mean, I've been biking and we, I guess we can get into that, but yeah, I've been, I've been biking for 35 plus years and oh geez. this is it. This is, I mean, before I knew this is where I started wearing a helmet. And I think everyone has that moment where they're biking 
And then they're like, but we better start wearing a helmet. And <laughs> Mobile, I lived in Mobile in my high school years. This is where I started wearing a helmet was on Chicxulubogue and South Al. Chicxulubogue used to be a one direction. Um, and then now the it's next, now it's no direction. Now it's no direction. <laughs> you don't you don't ride at Chicxulubogue. And no, the, we want to. Yeah, I would love to. It's straight clothes, though. Yeah. But yeah, I I I love me some mobile. But I don't. You're right. I never come down here. Well, it's not. I don't even think it's that in a negative way. I'm just saying there's not like a lot of events down here. I mean, where you're covered the the chunk of state that you. Let's backtrack for a second. One of the things that you do is uh, it is it is in fact true. You live in a van, not down by the river. Sometimes it's by a river, but it's yeah. I don't. Yeah. I usually I don't fall on coffee tables. <laughs> that's correct. You know <laughs> Matt Foley. I, yeah. Yeah. So so the fact that you like that's your home, your mm-hmm. home rolls with mm-hmm. you. So the fact that you're able to do that though does mean that you do end up kind of exploring a lot more of the south across the way. I mean, yeah. what is that like? What is it like? What's let's backtrack for a second. Okay. There's so many people that have the fantasy <laughs> of doing what you're doing. Yep. I'm included in that. And those people will knock on my door at the Walmart parking lot. So I know their fantasy, because uh, they're like <laughs> Do you live in that? Is, is, is that thing got a toilet? You know, the number one question I get asked is, how do I take a shower? And I'm here to tell you, I, I, I start at my head. I, I usually shampoo my head and then I <laughs> wash my face and I work down. That's how I take a shower. It always confuses them because I'm like, I, is that, does that not answer your question? But I do the same. So well done. So I have had a bunch of really cool cars in my lifetime, but this van you can be 80 or you can be eight and everyone wants to see it. Everybody wants to see it. So if you want to draw attention, go get yourself a Sprinter van and make it look like a camper. Which is important if you're uh, uh, partially a hype man. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a fair statement. I mean, I don't, I don't get paid to be a hype man though. That's the, it. I mean, hey, I think you... if someone can figure out a way for me to make money doing it. Dude, I've been then... saying that forever. Like yeah. I'm not, on your level of hype man because i get angry too often but i like i always say that i have a certain set of skills that makes me no money <laughs> a certain I'm set of skills that pays making, no bills well i mean i think the pandemic has kind of exposed my secret is i like to buy high and sell low so that's <laughs> that's and the pandemic has really kind of exposed that i buy everything like super high and then i'm like oh shit, i'm broke <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, I better sell it, and then virtually give it away. You know, now that we all know that definitely happened during the pandemic. Oh yeah, bad. Like, especially in the bike world. Bikes, bikes. I'm guilty of it right now. I'm dealing with it. So I just bought a new bike, and yeah. somebody's like, "Well, why'd you buy a new bike?" Because I was like, the frame was 1800, the whole bike was 26. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the guy gave me 150 dollars off because I called in and and placed a credit card order. Yes. And it, my yeah. credit card was stolen later, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I got you got the bike. I got, I got friends selling brand new, well, not brand new bikes. They're used bikes for more than you can go into a bike shop and buy off the showroom floor. Right. Because Pivot right now has like a 25% discount. Yeah, like, it's huge. I, I bought an Ibis and it was a massive, it was 25% on Ibis yeah. too. And, and people, when people bought it at, at a markup, now they're trying to sell it because, oh, it's only been ridden 10 miles because they realized they hated bicycles. Well, that's sad. Yeah. Well, that's the real interesting side of it. The number of people that like bought these high-end bikes and then turn around and, and they want their money back out of them. And it's like, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Sorry, mm-hmm. pal. You didn't get an emergency right. purchase. All right. So you, you, can you talk, is van life all it's cracked up to be? Or is it, is the struggle of van life in moments 
because it, it is romantic. <laughs> it, the if, outsider, it's romantic. I assure you, it's if romantic. If the van is rocking, I'm not home. <laughs> Someone has broken into my van, and they're doing romantic things in it. Yeah, I mean, romantic to me is like pulling, because it's a diesel, pulling up to the pump and being like, yes, it's at 349. That's romantic. Right. Yeah, that's it for me. But no, it is, it's great. I, I, I personally love it. I have lived in small environments my entire adulthood. Um, I have been homeless. I have lived on couches. I have lived, um, if you're familiar with Auburn and Wire Road, there are 800 square foot homes, like upstairs, downstairs, and I owned one of them. And then when I sold it, I moved in to a buddy's. Um, The last decade prior to a van, I lived in my RV, diesel pusher RV. So, um, yeah. Can I I ask why you were homeless? Like that, that, sorry, that stood out to me. I'm just, um, if it's too personal, it's okay. No, it's not personal at all. I mean, it's personal, but uh, I'm the youngest of five. And at one point in time, three of us lived in Seattle. And um, raised by a single mom, and she moved out to Seattle, and then I was living with her. It was my second year of college. I was going to Bishop State. Shout out to Shout the out Bishop to Stadiums. Bishop State, BSCC, yeah. boy. Yeah, what, what is their mascot? I for, yeah, but Trojans, yeah. I think. <laughs> of course, no. it's the Trojans. Is it? I don't. No, they only have a basketball team. <laughs> They've grown. Oh, they have? Bishop State is like, like they're crushing it right now. Okay, yeah. Super high attendance. They've really accelerated, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we had to attend. We had to attend. You literally couldn't skip. I went from Auburn, and then I came back down. But so, yeah, that's that's actually was the time period. Um, yeah, my sister, my mom decided she was going to move out to Seattle, and I had no place to go. So I was basically homeless for about six months, just, you know, moving from here to there and – um. Yeah, I mean that's it. It, I always had a place to stay because I guess when you're a hype man like me, there's a lot of people who like, please come stay with us, and so I always had a place to stay, but it wasn't home. You know, I didn't have a house. Yeah, that's that's one. It's interesting you bring that up. I mean, I think it 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 is definitely one of those. Do you do you feel like that prepared you? Being a somewhat nomadic, yeah, yeah, you were. oh yeah, one hundred percent. And now you're one hundred percent really nomadic, but yeah. you're stably nomadic. You're not I, under pressure of nomad, you know, like of external forces. You're doing this because you choose to do this. It wasn't like a yeah. situation. I am not a hunter. I'm a gatherer, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you can be whatever you want. I I don't really hunt. I can't sit still long enough. It's actually 2024 now, so you can 100% be whatever you want. That's that's all. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. I can only year, imagine, baby. though, and I'm not a mm-hmm. hunter. I can only imagine Eric hunting, knowing him, and he's like, hey, deer! <laughs> is that a bullhorn? Deer, come here! Yeah. Is that all you got? He's got, yeah. he's got really cool sunglasses on, though, while bring, he's doing Bring it. all the dough to the yard, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bring it, baby. This deer's yeah. about to full send it, boy! Yeah. He's oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's... um. I tried to hunt once, so I mean, I'm not a hunter. I'm definitely not a fisher, uh, unless you consider filet fish. I can <laughs> I can catch them, but I, I was out on the boat with my brother and one of my good friends once, and it took me 30 minutes to realize that I had not brought a rod and reel. <laughs> we, we had all of our all, all of our adult sodas with us, and I'm just yeah, I'm probably three deep into them. <laughs> And I'm like, I guess I'm going, you know, wet the the bobber. I start looking around, and I'm like, did anybody bring my rod and reel? 
<laughs> so I just kept drinking. Was, yeah. Someone's got to drive the boat. Someone has to drive the boat. So yeah. is there anything that like when you're traveling or trying to decide where you're going to go? Because like we to set up to sit down with us, it was like. All right. He asked me, he's like, when's Eric? I was like, I honestly, I don't know where he is. <laughs> and I messaged him and you're like, I think I'm on my way to cold water. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, you want to divert? So do you ever, is it ever you get pulled in too many directions where you're like, man, I just want to go do this because that's what I want to do. Pretty much. If the if it ends in day, I get pulled in multiple directions. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of, we talked, you and I talked prior to Christmas. I was like, yeah, yeah I'll come down after Christmas. Well, in that 48 hour span... Now there's a thing going on. Uh, it's at Coldwater. It's going to be uh, passed, but it's uh, Noah Warren and his buddy are competing for the Cape Epic. Um, Cape Epic is the world's largest mountain bike race. I mean, it's the equivalent to uh, the Tour de France, and it is in South Africa at the Cape, and it's like an eight-stage, eight-day, eight-stage, brutal I mean, it is brutal. It'll make grown men bawl and cry. I've seen it. Sick. It is sick. So if you've never seen it, you guys got to have a, take an opportunity to go watch it. And I think you can watch it online if you want to. But um, they are practicing. They are doing mock stages for the next eight days. And they just did their prologue today. They'll be at Coldwater tomorrow. And they're coming back to Oak Mountain. And then, I know y'all have seen the hype. Uh, uh Camp Thunder on the 30th is where they're kind of doing it for the public and anybody can come and <clears throat> it's going to be bump. It's going to be chain busters. It's all these people are coming together to support them and try our hands at a stage at a Cape Epic stage, which none of us are going to survive. <laughs> We're talking 60 plus miles a day. Oh, Good and grief. you have partners that you have to compete together with you have to finish within a certain you have to finish like within like i don't know the minutes but it's that that has happened where the stronger of the of the um of the team finished but the weak guy did not and they didn't they you don't get to advance to the next stage what does cape epic mean cape is like cape town yeah, like, like south africa yeah. okay. so it's at south africa and epic is just Epic. Everything that's epic. That's I didn't know if that Everything was like a code for some sort of type of race. Yeah. So I didn't know what was happening. This belt is epic. Your face is epic too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank welcome. you. Um, so I only get that at the Walmart. We uh, <laughs> last year <laughs> when they're trying to get in your in your van. <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't don't pause it in in your. You, you gotta get you gotta. <laughs> They get in your van. Don't go. They try to get in your. Well, it's like double dot, meaning dot, there. Dot three, two, one. Van. Yeah. So we actually we we did the epic last year, Skyway Epic. Yes. Yeah, we partied oh, out th there, and that was epic. That was epic. Yeah. Now everybody wants to join the epic. I said we got to start passing out wristbands to get people in. We actually got. We didn't get in trouble, but we we had to clarify things that it's an unofficial endorsed we yeah. scenario because yeah. what you guys created was a culture moment. Yeah. It was big. And that's what I think you you do a lot of. And I think no, seriously, I think what? it's amazing. You create these great culture. Make sure that turn that mic so it's in my face. Yeah, yeah okay, it. we in got my, it. The, the culture moment side of things is like that's huge. I mean that people ask us, they've talked about it, and they, they wonder where like where are these idiots, these two guys from South Alabama that have yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not Rick Flair in, but we have a fairly successful 
podcast. Woo! We have a lot. Well, of, we, it's because we built a great culture. Mm. What we don't have in trails, we're going to build up in having a good time with you. And that's what you bring that. Yeah. You literally have a van that drives around and delivers culture. Where does that come from? Where does this desire to basically you lift people up or Where energy were raw? <laughs> well i come from a big family and uh you know being the youngest of five our we were not like a, a we it absolutely was not like um a leave it to beaver i mean we struggled but one of the things was like we were so loud and i, I guess i give this example is if the bathroom door was closed that meant nobody was in it so if you were a, a guest of mine and you went into the bathroom and closed the door well that gave carte blanche for any one of my family members to open the door while you were in the bathroom doing whatever you do in the bathroom oh no um and it was it, that was quite hysterical so it was um every time it was hysterical you got to lock the door when you go in the bathroom but um no i don't know i mean i guess i'm just loud um, a lot of people, if, if you know me intimately, you know, um, I know this is going to sound weird, but I'm a little bit shy. Uh, I, I was a shy child and I think that it's not necessarily my, this is absolutely my personality that you see, but, um, it's just when I hit, when I hit the scene, I guess I just, I maybe that's up. the way you break down the wall of being shot. Like, I love it. let's all be, make the first impression so that no one else can make a first impression. I'm a loud person. If you, if I don't know that y'all, I, I've never ridden with any of y'all. Me? I think we rode together. Okay. I'm loud on the trail. Yeah. Like I'm literally yelling at the top of my lungs because it's fun. I enjoy right. going out there and yelling. And I've had people be like, why do you know everyone on the trail? I'm like, I don't, I'm just saying, Hey to them. Right. And if you don't say hey back, I still have the conversation with people who don't open their mouths. I'm like, how you doing as they roll by and don't say anything? I'm like, good, thanks. Eric, (laughs) you could get the women to go into the woods with you. Wow. Or van. Who who said I hadn't? I'm just kidding. I did. They hunt? We need women to get hunt? more women in Mobile. <laughs> like, we need you to ride he, our trails. He, he would take them fishing, but he'd forget his pole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if anyone's keeping score at home, those are euphemisms, kids. Euphemisms. <laughs> the word is a euphemism. That's right. Uh, there is no doubt here. there is going to be a lot of kids watching this. So uh, I, I personally want to keep it uh pg we did 18 we did we did straight disney right i there. love it i love that it that was a straight well. disney that was well. great we put it, i'm a disney expert there. at this point well think about scooby-doo <laughs> and all days. and all the innuendos watching scooby-doo as an adult now you're absolutely. like how did i miss that absolutely yeah so that's kind of what we're doing so speaking of uh this side of things a lot of the stuff you do is race support in the sense of like you're hyping up a race you're yeah. there for that stuff yeah. and so it varies obviously you're would you argue that your, or not argue? Would you say that your base of operations is Birmingham yeah. at the moment? Yeah, I'd say that. So that's, that's a lot of affiliation with Bump. Bump is one of the bigger regions that we have. No yeah. offense to, to Monte Santo and the guys up in Huntsville. I don't know their club name. Love them. Uh, Hammer. 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 Yeah, Hammer. Yeah. Huntsville area mountain riders. Hammer. Why H- do we all have to? Why do these guys trying to just have a simple name like Bump. Huntsville right. Mountain Bikes? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hummer. Well, they probably would have done ham, but it was already a thing. That's good. And we got ham. But they could go no, ham. You, we had no, ham, ham for Christmas. The Jalopy Journal. Oh. You're a car guy. Okay. Never seen it? <laughs> no, I'm a truck guy. I'm not a car well, guy. Well, ham was like a, it was an online forum back in the day, whatever. Oh. It's good. Yeah. We're good. No. Moving on. So, so up there, like, obviously the racing scene's bigger. We don't have any of that. Not just on the adult side, but yeah. like where it's really big is seeing like in the development of like the youth racing leagues and all that yeah. stuff. What is that? What is it like in that sense? Because 
I think most of those kids know you. And you're, you're like an unofficial, I wouldn't say coach, but I think you're kind of an unofficial coach. Well, and, and you know, to that point, um, ACA, Alabama Cycling Association, formerly NICA, is um, <clears throat> it's really that the it's the youth league. And that is the future. It's the present. It's also the future. Uh, Oak Mountain is unique. Oak Mountain is is definitely magical in, in, in a sense that there's not many south uh, trailheads in the entire United States that any given weekend will have 5,000 riders. And there will be weekends that South Trailhead has that many riders. Um, it's just a unique place. It, in, in the 90s, back, if you mountain biked in the 90s, that meant you had subscriptions to, I think, six mountain bike magazines. Um, Oak Mountain. Jake, Jakey Poo. I, have, I, I had them all. Yeah. And I used to have them in boxes until I moved. I'm like, what am I going to do with like 15 boxes of magazines? Like mountain bike action, bicycling mountain bike all of them dirt rag was one of them they were all but the the crazy thing about it was there weren't that many places to ride then i say that now even though we thought there were a bunch there were times where oak mountain was in the top 10 places to ride in the u.s i mean it was that phenomenal um norba national off-road bicycle association they're the ones who were like hey look you know we want to do a race and they kind of prompted bump to really go oh look let's let's do this bump and grind thing and it was huge i mean we would go up i remember the first couple of ones we felt like we weren't worthy whether it be coming from auburn or mobile we'd still go there and hype them up because there were legit national pros at those races um tinker juarez in fact um there's a guy who actually builds vans now but he used to be a uh, an elite level world-class uh mountain biker and he 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 won it a few times um, I would love to see those guys come back to see, you know, kind of get like a, a senior class, senior ex pro class. Would it would be amazing because Tinker showed up at, you know, Auburn had a, a UC um, marathon Nats uh, earlier this year. Tinker was there. I mean, Tinker used to ride for Cannondale, raced in the Olympics and in 96 at um, Atlanta, the first mountain bike uh, Olympic race. Um, so it was, um, but yeah, to your point about being at the races um, and all the kids being there, uh, there's no better, to me, uh, race venue than the ACA races. If you want to see hype and if you want to see good spirit and just good energy, positive energy, go to one of those races. I was told for years to kind of stay away from it because it's a bunch of kids and a bunch of parents. But I finally went because all the parents are my age. I don't have kids, but so I kind of feel like they're all my kids now. But um, <clears throat> they were, um, I went for the first time and it was like, it was euphoric. Walking through the pits was like, the energy was just so electric and everybody was having a good time. I'm like, why did I stay away from this? This is what mountain biking should be. It was amazing. Um, it was, there was no animosity except for when you get like parents over there in the corner, mm-hmm. but the kids, the energy the kids are, are giving off is just absolutely amazing. So, um, I, one of the things about me is I will, whatever energy you give me is whatever you get back. So if you're giving off good energy, I'm going to give it right back. So, and I think people feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when we were it. when we were up in Bump, one of the things that, that or up at Bump, up in uh, for Bump and Grind, up in, in Birmingham, I was floored at the number of kids that were 
uh, competing mm-hmm. and riding yeah. in yeah. in bump and grind. And these kids, it's not that I assume I'm older, I, I ride better. That's not my mentality. But watching these kids perform so well, and, and then again, shameless free plug for our sponsor because they weren't the sponsor at the time, but there's all these kids wearing this red and black jersey. <laughs> yes. From Build to Ride. And yes. these kids were shredded. It is unreal. And there's footage. I have footage <laughs> of some of these kids that didn't make the cut that these kids are hitting stuff so well. You watch their line. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who watches, I like, I enjoy downhill. Yeah. And so I'm watching a lot of downhill. These kids are on the same level as in, yeah. I mean, they're hitting lines with precision. And it is absolutely amazing to watch them. And they're just young guys. Yeah. They happen to have a sponsor. Good for them. But that's a real culture up there. Oh, they're when awesome. When we were growing up, you, down here, you begged. And you wanted nothing more than uh, uh, Interlight, which mm-hmm. was a local skate shop, to, to sponsor you as a skateboarder. And yep. that was your only way. Like, yep. that was it. And every once in a while, there'd be a couple of guys. Tony Hawk skated here a few times. They'd come through. But up there, yeah. these kids are sponsored and endorsed, and they're thrashing. I'm a fan of them, so I get your point. I mean, I've become a fanboy more of their space. And you see them in the parking lot. I mean, they're wheelie smooth. I mean, they it's might as ridiculous. well not even have their front tire on their bicycle because <laughs> right. it never touches the ground. They're just like they're just wheeling from one corner to another and turning around while they're wheeling. Yeah. That's what they do. Track standing, all of it. Um, you know, I leave my door open at the South Trailhead, and then they're – they're not like gnats, but they kind of act like gnats where they just swarm and they're just around. That's the South trailhead up at Oak mountain is electric. In my opinion. Um, it's, it's a place to see and be seen. And you absolutely, I mean, it's funny how you'll go take a hour ride and people will be like, let's just circle back. back." It's kind of like when you're a teenager and you're riding around on cars and you, you circle back at the Hardys every hour. <laughs> yeah. That's the South trailhead. Yeah. That is exactly what that is. We do it at the Reb, is. though. We'll ride around at the Reb and be like, oh, we got to go back up and see if anybody else is here. Yeah, see who's up the up top. It was uh, Dale Shamps on airport when yes, I was, was going. Yeah, yes, it that's was, where. Sir. I was. Yeah, that sure was, was that was some of my friends with some of those 15s in the back. Yeah, boy, yeah. we spent a lot of time up there. Yeah, here. boom. Yeah, boom. Yeah, I had one of the first. Uh, I had one of the first Subaru WRXs in the city, and oh, mine wow. was a wagon, so it was even more rare. Okay, I wasn't nerd enough to. I wanted to get my groceries really fast. Is what people used to say. <laughs> And so I was up in that parking lot all the time. Right behind the crystal? Oh, God, yes, yep, sir. Yep, yep, yep. That yeah, was it. That was a spot. Yep. My brother had a uh, a studio apartment right off of campus, uh, South Alabama's campus. So we worked at Bebo's Car Wash. He did. So did I. And um, I would. that was my getaway. In high school, I would stay at his house. So we won't, we won't talk about what we did. <laughs> it was it was it was a fun time they in Mobile. Washed cars. We washed cars at, by day, <laughs> by day, right? And didn't do much of anything at night. What is, what is your <laughs> crossword vibe on, puzzles? What is your vibe on the on the the world of mountain biking now? I mean, if you've been in for thirty five years, which is impressive, then you've seen a lot of stuff come and go. I mean, it's not just about a lot of times mountain biking is the opposite of me and Dale. Uh, we're not tech heads. And so a lot of times we get in these conversations and the immediate draw is like, well, the dropper post. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. I think we had the, the guy from single tracks on and that's his biggest thing is he was talking about tech all the time. Yeah. Cause that's what he does is review tech, right? Jeff Barber. Jeff Barber. Oh, okay. You know Jeff. Oh, no, he didn't listen then. He, he probably needs to go oh, back. You, uh, I'll, I'll gladly introduce you. Jeff's fantastic. Yeah, he's he would. super smart, but he's a very tech driven guy. Cause he runs a, he runs a, a, they review stuff. They review products. And he's okay. Been in the business. Yeah. Well. 
So at 35 years in, what do you what do you see? I mean, what is the future looking like? Because it's obviously the pandemic kind of jacked things up. Oh, yeah. And no, so- I think that obviously, you know, the faux pas word these days is e-bike. But e-bikes are causing people to ride longer. Yeah. An e-bike in your 40s and after is like you're riding in your 20s again. And I remember when... We were riding here in in Mobile way back in the 90s. Um, we were at Chicxulubog, and we had a group of five or six people. I saw my first RockShox Judy out there, and I quickly turned around and chased him down just mm-hmm. so I could talk about it. And he wasn't going to stop, but I made him stop. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, look, I, like I was going to sell something. I know you know how to sell things. Yeah. That's I, I when I met, I met Dell at South Alabama the same way. He, he oh, yeah. saw that I was riding there and he checked, he, he waited in the parking lot and jumped out of the bushes. He says, <laughs> I'm Dell Boyd. I was I like, did. actually, that is where we met. That's yeah. Yeah. So I didn't realize that's where y'all met. Oh yeah. He, he stalked me. He I knew that I was everybody. out there riding with my buddy from high school. We went out there. We sat on the toilet on the trail. Uh, y'all know what toilet I'm talking about. Yeah. There's a toilet yeah. out there. There's multiple. <laughs> Three. My both of my sisters lived in Hillsboro, so oh yeah, uh, so Hillsdale. Hillsdale sorry, yeah. yeah, Hillsboro is a neighborhood yeah. in that's Birmingham. Up your way. Yeah, that's yeah. up your way. Hillsdale's where, yeah, Hillsdale. Hillsdale, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I know what goes on in those woods. So that was like I, well, I'm not. I will tell you, I spent a lot of time in Hillsdale. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you right now. I'll I'll just come forward. I know this is a PG-13 episode, so prepare yourself for this. But this is the truth. Yeah, a lot of D and D. Okay, so much Dungeons and Dragons. It was nuts. <laughs> We were playing D and D. I was like, oh, I'm glad I, you said I didn't Dungeons. know where you were about to go with that. I, I'm, when you <laughs> said, like, I know it's a PG. You said D and D, and I'm thinking like, man, that was some chains and handcuffs, Whoa, bro. And then you said Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, no, those dudes never saw chains or handcuffs. I have a good laugh. Not Anytime in that I can work in a little bit of nerdery because I am more nerd than Dale. I am uh, not, like, man. I have to interpret yeah. to the sports guy. He's like, oh, I don't. What is D and D? What is a lightsaber? No. Like, why do you have Darth Vader's lightsaber in a box? Like, what does that even? What is that? Oh, what that's, a, the, that's a lightsaber, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I you don't know either. Completely. So di- I thought it was a was scope. The, there was a movie we just. <laughs> is that not? Is that not? That don't go on your Alt three sixty? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't even know what an Alt 360 is. <laughs> Somewhere Bug is Bug is Bug is crying a tear as he walks down the road and someone threw trash at him. That's how sad. Yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about long guns. No, just short guns. <laughs> or is that handguns? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Either. Yeah. either way. Yeah. Um, no, the, we were just talking about a movie the other day about something, and I was like, "Is this really how Dungeons and Dragons is?" Yeah. And I told you yes, and you're like, well, then maybe I should play. So you, ha- and what's funny about I this never is, never said I should play. Let's clarify <laughs> you know you on did. record. You know you did. This, I never said this that. is a good segue, and we can only spend 15 seconds on it. No one ever asks me what my what my profession is. I'm in IT. Like I I work on computers all day long. No one ever says, how do you live in a van? Dude, I have known people for years and years, and we're sitting there eating, and I'm you know sushi or. You know, whatever we're eating, bologna sandwiches. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, and I start, I have to laugh because I'm like, dude, I've known you for 10 years. How do you not know what I do? But I don't, I, I'm not a gamer. Like I, the last game console I had, I think was Super Nintendo back. Oh, seriously. Yes. OG. I don't, I don't, but I, that's only, but oh, it, we only had the games rare. that came with the game. Like 
that was it. Like we had Super Mario Brothers and there had Excite Bike. That was the only two games we had. Excite Bike. That's. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, we were poor. Yeah, but working in IT, being the only person that doesn't play video games, is anybody like, dude, you don't understand this? Like, well, I'm also the, I work on rock crawlers, and so I would come in the next morning with like grease under my fingernails, <laughs> and I'd be sitting in a meeting, you know, with 15 other people who were in suits and. Um, cause I work for a bank and, um, it, people would see my fingernails as I'm like typing and I'm like, I was working on my truck last night. Like what? And so then the next time someone looks at my fingernails cross-eyed, I say, I was spray painting some wrought iron furniture on the patio. Oh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> like, like it's, it's still dirty fingernails. Like, I can't work on my vehicle, but I can paint wrought iron furniture on my patio? Like, that's Birmingham. We were talking about Birmingham earlier. That's Birmingham for you. That's, yeah, yeah that's, um, but yeah, I, I, I work in IT. Um, I think in 2024, big things are going to change. Um, I would like to, uh, you know, not necessarily do something else, but do something else. Uh, maybe do a side gig. Well, we are in 2024, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the year. This is the year. Yeah, for this you, is buddy. the year. What do you mean? You got you, this. That's an interesting statement. What do you mean by a side gig? Because now we're down that pipeline. What well, that? I want to be on camera. He wants to be paid to be a I, hype man. Well, we don't, don't have paying gigs around I, here. Yeah. So. <laughs> I want to be paid in uh, sweat equity. Sweat with you. I don't even Sweat know what that means. But um, no, I, I think that maybe we should put it out to the general public on, on what I do, how I can do it. Uh, if you've got any ideas, um, maybe kind of be like a, a promoter. I don't know about a promoter. I on stage? I Next on the stage is I have Cinderella. Friend, uh, I have a friend uh, that did that. Cinderella. I don't know. I've you just come back from like, Disney. You went with the sports <laughs> He can't leave the, he can't leave the Disney. You, that is the, the sports but dish metal band. Why? <laughs> you went with Cinderella. I just got back from Disney, dude. <laughs> yeah. But that's a she's metal band. I think it's a default sports answer. S- Cinderella. Spinderella was a rapper. Was a she rapper. was a rapper. <laughs> you talking about? But Cinderella was not with the Seven Dwarfs. No, that was Snow White. So oh, yeah. you don't want to have a dancer named Snow White. Yeah, he thought we were introducing a band. Oh, <laughs> no, a hair I, band. I was introducing it is a hair band. Yeah. No, I was introducing a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you went to Disney World. And you came back thinking of strippers? <laughs> not, Who doesn't? Not at all. Well, I mean, they no. did take all this money, in fairness. Yeah, that's so, true. I, mean, I paid for thing. Disney in dollar bills. My fun fact is I never went to Disney World as a child. I only ever went as an adult. Same. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I was I think four. it's more fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Pleasure Island was amazing. So, so Pleasure Island is gone. You what? Get, you probably know. No, it's, it's Disney Springs now. <laughs> it's been gone for the decades. I was like, I never yeah. got to experience Pleasure Island. <laughs> oh, Pleasure Island was amazing. It was like, awesome. We, we went down there in college and it was like, yeah. you talk about yeah. like a young person's, like that was out well, of control. It's Disney Springs now? It's Disney Springs. Dude, it was oh. all nightclubs and bars. Like, it was oh, that's no. all it was. It's not all. that now. Yeah. But and, and I feel like my young adulthood is being taken from me because in Auburn, Supper Club is no longer. It's, it's like, gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yep. I go down to Panama City Beach. Well, Spinnaker and Club La Vila gone. gone. Yep. It's like, what is this administration doing to my young adulthood? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they are literally just wiping. So now you're telling me this is news to me. Pleasure Island's gone. So right. now, where is 21 year old Eric supposed to go? So what's interesting? What I think is interesting to that point is that 
a lot of the stuff that was gritty and edgy and that that made us uncomfortable outside of it is being phased away. And and it's being phased away because in and I'm all for it in the sake of family and I think that's good. Yeah. But what's missing is if and this is what's interesting not to parlay it back, but this is why mountain biking is interesting to me especially for the young people. No parent can get in the way of protecting that kid because they're going down a mountain fast yep. or they're climbing up a hill that's dangerous or yep. they're dodging a tree or whatever. There's no padding in the world that's going to protect them. So the risk is there. And that risk, I think, is very important in pushing. We all had risk growing, especially us. Oh, right? yeah. We grew because Justine is unfortunately younger than we are. So we won't. Thank you for including my age. Carry on. But we grew up with a lot more risk. I mean, there's a lot of risk. Club La Vila was a risk, bro. Oh yeah, you could get you could get. I went to a lot of punk shows there, and that's where like the kids from Florida they gathered to beat the pee pee out of you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I there were a lot of times that we, yeah, I won't I won't even go there. We'll stop right there. I mean, I'll, I'll stop my because my story would get um, not PG. It definitely wouldn't be. PG. That's on the Patreon, folks. Yeah. If you're looking for the Patreon, yeah. we'll, we'll <laughs> share that. But. If you buy a bike from Build Tune Ride, you can uh, get Eric's uh, unfiltered story. And some of Bugs, if you want. <laughs> and some of Bugs. That's a new deal. We'll have if anybody that buys a bike from Build Tune Ride, we will have Eric call you and hype you up, followed by the unedited uh, FYP a Bug. Bug will FYP you. Yes, and that's yeah. like something the kids say. I think it means for your page. Oh, oh, that is. So it's something. We oh, that's a TikTok ha- thing. Is it? Oh, I think it's all Instagram too. I see it on oh, okay. Instagram. For your pa- for oh. for you page is a TikTok thing. I thought it was like you know how you play You're music s- on your MySpace. Like they might record a voice. Like this is Dale's page. You've reached <laughs> it. Not available. Feel the age in this. These old dudes know no idea. <laughs> well, like- and so I will tell you. I had a coworker who was like, I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook. I, I tried to find him, and he goes, well, and I showed him Facebook, and, and he goes, No, nah, it's not on that one. It's on. It's another. Oh, I was like, so fantastic. it's a, it's another social media. So I we start going down this rabbit hole, and I'm like ten minutes into this conversation, going, I am determined to figure out. It's like, was it? Was it MySpace? What do you? No, it wasn't MySpace. Turns out it was Classmates.com. I was like, bro, <laughs> that's not social media. And by the way, that was in 2001. <laughs> 22 years ago, he was on classmates.com. But is he still oh on God. classmates.com? I don't, is I'm he sure still he is. keeping up with it? Yeah, he was about, he was about there. He, he was, he was. I lit. think what you've just done is you've inadvertently turned classmates.com into something cool because the young kid, the kids are going to go, <laughs> they're look all at going it and be like, to it. We're going back to that because all the old people aren't there anymore. What is, oh, yeah. What, yeah. Oh, they will. I, I, I routinely talk about the kids. I routinely ask them, like, what's cool? Help keep me cool. Because I can't, I can't, I can't stay cool. Yeah, we had a we had Bug was our liaison to the yep. youth, but yeah. Bug is older than us. I yeah. think. Bug is fantastic. How old is Bug? He's not. He's in his twenties, oh. but he acts older than us. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, and 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 frankly, we we learned that Bug's uh, interests don't necessarily align with that of the modern kid. <laughs> no, yeah. not like, at Bug, all. you're like a 45 year old Trump supporter right <laughs> well, now. Like your interests <laughs> are really just not in the same space as the rest of the world. Well, I mean, I have and. To his age thing, I have people that, so I just had my back fused, what, ninety less than 90 days ago. L405 in my back, spinal fusion. People think that, I guess because of my attitude and my baby face, they think I'm a lot younger than I am, and I'm not. I'm a lot, I'm way old. Um, and they want me to go jump with them. They want me to go down flying down Storyteller or... <laughs> 
or whatever. We, it's like, let's go do bong dong. Us. We'll walk. We'll walk. We'll, 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 walk, walk. <laughs> we'll walk it. There needs to be a walking line. No, it know? hurts. And, Actually, I fell walking about well, blew my shoulder well, That's out. why I said we needed a handrail all the way down the trail. <laughs> we literally need a handrail. <laughs> and it's like, why would you not have a handrail for all the... <laughs> would it, with, with rip tape. Because <laughs> you don't want to slip. No. And you don't want those skater punks up there sliding down no, it. uh-uh. Not no Avril Lavigne, skater boy. No, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I, other than th- just oh, being I was old. just yeah, I'm old. I mean, and, you and said these kids think I'm not. That's the other thing is like, oh, let's go ride. I'm like, bro, I'm extremely old. Don't, the e-bike don't, has a battery, but my yeah, battery's empty. Yeah, don't be confused by my hoodie that says Slay or it's lit because I have hoodies. So this year for the ACA, um season i have a whole outfit like just multiple kits as as a fan like i'm a fanboy of all of them and i'm going to um i guess i'm always dressed the part but I, I've, I've got some hoodies that are really going to stand out this year because i'm be, excited about you'll it you'll be down for the aca blakely race, i'll be huh? here i've already got my i've already got my reservation spot yeah but we'll have to come kidnap you. I think we're going to come out. Yeah, I think we should. I yes. Think we, we should just come out. And have you ever been to an ACA race? I'm not. No, okay, no, no. It, they're, they're, they're lit. They're hype. Yeah. What Be does ready. ACA stand for? Alabama Cycling Association. Thank you. And so it is, it's got middle school level and it's got high school level. So you'll got like a ninth grade. Then you've got JV2, JV1, and then varsity. And, and they're the, doing that at Blakely? Yes. And the these kids... One you would not be able to hang on any of their wheels. None of them. Most they're, of the kids They're all can. that awesome. We rode with a kid. What was the young man's name that rode at the Alabama He's, Cycling Classic when we were dressed up like wrestlers? And he was like two legit. Of them. Oh, he was killing it. So Wilder Carell was there, and Jake Sosa was there. Uh, okay. It was Wilder Carell yeah. that rode with us. Yeah. So I, so I bought Wilder's bike, uh, his old Trek. Uh, uh, I call it Super Graveler, Super Caliber. Yeah. I put the little skinny tires on it because yeah. the doctor told me I couldn't have a gravel bike because it said no more fully rigid bikes. And I was like, okay. Is that because of your back? Yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to have any fully rigid bikes. I mean, I'm, I wasn't supposed to be on a bike, but when I was in therapy, I was like, I'm going to get on a bike. And so he put me on the upright bike just because he knew that that's where I was headed. And he's like, I want to see you on it before I hear you on it. Um, but uh, so we tested it out in therapy. It worked. And then I said, does that clear me to ride on the road? And then I saw that that was my uh, physical therapist. And then um, he pulled restrictions. And then I went to see the doctor last week, and he pulled all the restrictions. He's like, dude, if you go and break this, you're doing a lot more damage to just the stuff that we did. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going down Story Hiller. <laughs> I went down Thunder for the first time, and I dabbed like I was in a vape shop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I probably put my foot down more than a, a, a church revival. I mean, I was we were we were dancing and I'm just dabbing the whole way down, and I felt amazing by it. Of course, I was also by myself because there were a, there was a group going down Storyteller. I was like, I ain't going down Storyteller because there's no handrail. <laughs> so I'm gonna go down Thunder. And when I went down Thunder by myself and met up with them at, at Lightning, so yeah. Do you now? Do you ride like uh, lightning regularly? Oh, I I did ride lightning. Um, it was good, and now that I'm back, I do. I mean, I haven't. I've only ri- I only rode it once, but I generally 
lightning is one of those cool things you can go park at that entrance and just rip it up. Yeah. Um, that's the beauty of tails and lightning being right beside each other is you can get a lot of good session going on in them. Um, and I think that's the idea that we want up in that area. It's just, but then again, you got to go back to the South trailhead if you want to see people and that's, that's where you go. So, so putting that in perspective, like one of the things that, uh, we teased it and talked a little bit about earlier, obviously it's a very big part of it. I mean, how, how important in your perspective, again, 35 years and then seeing this interaction, not just with the old folks, but with the young kids, the, the kids getting in the sport, how important is community in that side of it? Cause it seems like none of this matters. If you're riding by yourself after a while, none of it matters. Like right. It just it phases out and you're just that grumpy old guy on the trail or old person on the trail. It's just bitter and angry and mm -hmm. doesn't say hello when Eric rides by and says, Hey, how you doing? I'll have a conversation with myself if you don't say anything. <laughs> right. That's me. right. I'll be like, you know, yeah. So, um, no community is, is what it's all about. I, I think eventually if you ride by yourself, you're going to eventually stop riding. Um, and there are times that I get out to the trailhead and this ain't even Oak Mountain. This is anywhere. I sometimes don't even ride. You know, it's it's kind of a community. It's almost like a party atmosphere. Or it's just a greeting. Say hello. It's an after work function. Um, that, to me, is one of the things other hobbies don't have. Because you can mountain bike every day of the week. I could not off-road every day of the week. I was wrenching Monday through Thursday and heading to the off-road park on Friday and coming back on Sunday. That was cool, but you start poking your eyes out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays if you don't exert that energy. And that's what mountain bike, to me, does, is it allows me to get off all that anxiety that the work day has built up. And sometimes, just hanging out at the South Trailhead, you know, having great conversation can just as easily get rid of that anxiety. Yeah, so. we it, it is interesting because it's, uh, I mean, almost every other hobby, uh, golf is a little bit different, but uh, for the majority of them, what, what did you talk about it before, like lifetime sports? It's a lifetime sport. Yeah, lifetime sport. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, you literally see kids two years old mm -hmm. riding Strider bikes. Uh, if you're uh, if you're a Lee kid, you're one years old and you're riding a pedal bike. <laughs> um, shout out to Michael Lee and his family. Um, and... There's a bunch of kids out there these days that don't even know what training wheels are. And the beauty of an e-bike now is their grandparents are out there riding with them. So now you can have potentially a four-generation group of riders. Right. Great-grandparents riding e-bikes. I've seen it. It's beautiful. I love that. And there's nothing better than watching family ride together. And I think that's that's the other difference. I mean, you can kind of see it in pickup games of basketball where you can have a span of 80 years all playing together. And that's how, that's what you get with mountain bikes, in my opinion. Yeah. You, you don't really see that in too many other sports or hobbies. No, I totally agree. I mean, I, I was just going to suggest, like, you know, you might see some of the – I think you see the community – uh, during hunting camp, yeah. like you get it, it's just a bunch of sweaty dudes, uh, around. Yeah, the but the camp. hunting camp is just an excuse for them to go there and be drunk. That's true. Hang out. Right. But, but so sometimes it's a trailhead for some people. Well, that's true. Yeah. But my point that's is fair. with hunting though, you only get six weeks, eight yeah. weeks, mm -hmm. 10 yeah. weeks, whatever it might be, depending on where you are in the country. Mm -hmm. And that's limited. And then, and so there's a limitation to your point about like, I mean, we ride, I know you guys do, but we, you grew up here. Yeah. 
we we ride in the sweatiest months yep. where you literally are taking your life in your own hands because we can't help we can't not ride yeah and we'll every every single season since we started the podcast there's an episode you'll hear it pop up where dale and i are just like i'm just i hate mountain all this stuff is garbage i'm done with all of it we just are so bitter it's like and our angry. Vent, vent well everyone is. feels that way too and i see kids want to do that you know kids once they start being able to drive their whole attitude and mindset changes but something i thought you were going to say that they get hot because when i was a kid i'd never remember being hot no i don't <laughs> I was. Right. You don't. You just go hard. I had. I had endocrine problems, so yeah, I was cold as crap. I was the coldest person in the room. But you know, I think in every hobby, people come and go. But at the same time, kids. I did. So I did not get a car when I turned sixteen, and so maybe that's the reason why I stayed true to a bicycle. Um, yeah, y'all. I don't know if y'all know. Well, I, I know that y'all have probably met my buddy from Dolphin Island. Yeah. Um, Chad? His bicycle is who I used to... I, I borrowed his Schwinn in my 11th and 12th grade year, and that was that's what got me to the basketball court or wherever everybody was congregating after school was his bicycle. Um, I kind of confiscated it. I confiscated a, a friend of mine's from the 80s. <clears throat> it was a specialized uh, stump jumper, and we didn't even know what a mountain bike was. We were on BMX bikes. Everybody was on BMX bikes. And his grandparents had bought him the best bike that they could find, which was a specialized stump jumper in 86. And he hung it up in his garage because it wasn't a cool BMX bike like we're all riding. So my mom called funny. me. Yeah. It's kind of funny how it flips back around. Like mm-hmm. I, there's somebody out at the Reb is bringing a BMX bike from time to time. And yeah. I look at him like, and I know you rode him, but it's just mm-hmm. like, it's so small. And all I can think about, is man, my knees would really hurt on this. My knees would just be destroyed right now. Yeah, I but think like, I was this tall riding those things. I mean, I was six four riding a BMX bike. It's, I don't know it's how you silly did that. to see. At, at Oak Mountain has a great BMX track. They Oak, Oak MX is a is a very cool organization. Um, we need to do more with them. Obviously, I think, in my opinion, um, but it's a pump track, though, right? It's a BMX track. It's a BMX. Like it's a, oh, a it's it's. But it's an awesome BMX track. They constantly are improving well, they have one it. Of the best. Yeah, but they have great Barry, races. I mean, Barry's one of the best. Oh, Barry BMX is awesome. Racers in yeah. the world. So yeah, and he he has a van. He doesn't live in his van though. Shout out to yeah. me living in well, my he's van. He's also sponsored by them. <laughs> okay, well, so what? I, he I, should I, live I, in it. Yeah. he's sponsored by them. Well, I give him money to put new transmissions in mine. <laughs> he just gets a new one. Yes, yeah, that's how it works. Um, no, I. Do you know what we're talking about? We're talking about Barry Nobles. Yeah, I know who Barry Nobles yeah, is. Here. Yeah, he is uh he was Mercedes Benz Vans first ambassador. He was the, I think they have a few now. Yeah, he's got so. he just posted his he was doing a backflip in a Santa suit yeah. over top of it. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Making that money. If I was to do a video in a Santa suit, it would just be me trying to get out of bed. It'd be, yeah, it'd be, yeah. it'd be sweet. You just open the door up right. and you're just sitting in your yeah. recliner. That's as, that's the best I can do. Yeah, I mean, it, some people, these kids, these kids on these mountain bikes, they're just, they're so steezy. I mean, they can do all kinds of stuff. And here I am. I can't even get my socks on. Like, <laughs> I can't even get them. I, I don't even tie my shoes. I slip so them on. I have the, I'll bring this up since you're a strong advocate for like the future of yeah kids. So I play, I brought this up to a lot. Of, I've told Drew this before. So every sport that I've ever played, we never 
gave any respect to the youth. Like we care, like you had to earn your right to for us to respect you. Yeah. Does that you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I could walk to a basketball court. I could be better than everyone there, but because I was younger, I had to watch. Well, well, so right like, now the youth in their mid teens, they're faster than you. Well, like, yeah, they will be faster than you. So, but I mean, I get told all the time, like you should like help them. You should do everything for them because of that. But it's like I have this mentality of like, well, they need to earn some respect for me to give it to them. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. You come from the basketball world where all you got to do is just have a twenty dollar basketball. Well, that's true too. Yeah, their own five thousand dollar mountain bike. I know, but that so doesn't. They can't earn should, that. No, but they should earn like. Not, I'm not. I'm saying like they can earn a res- amount of respect of like, hey, I'm here to help. Like, let's get this stuff together, or like, let's do this, or like, hey, w- what are we doing to make the trails better? Yeah, not, I'm not saying they have to come do yeah. trail work, but I'm saying like, because they have they have no car to get there. Like their parents. No, we have, have to, to go and pick them up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A no, lot I'm of times. not. I'm not demanding that, but I'm saying like. Like maybe we teach them all of the steps to get to where where the. And places. I think they do. In in our community, I know we have kids that come out for work day. Um, I think they're to me they're an integral part of the entire process, not just hey, well, let's right, go you race. Have to have somebody else to be there after yeah. you're done. Yeah, I mean we're not gonna carry the torch forever like somebody else can do. So it. a good fr- well, and I I think he's a good. I, I'll call him a good friend. Um, Greg Baker is a trail builder, and one of his biggest statements that I would maybe one day adopt his mind if I was a trail builder. <clears throat> he says he's a trail builder. He builds trails for kids and their kids. Yeah. So that's that's the mentality I I feel like the community really doesn't need to diminish and really try to bring fo- bring focus on. It's just right. how do, how do you sustain what it is you're building not for you but for the next generation in 10 years and 20 years. You know, I mean, we've got old trails out there that are 30 plus years old. Right. Um, Which that's what always kills me too. back, not to the youth side, but like when somebody's like, well, you're going to damage the trail. Like this dirt was here long long, before me. It's going to be here long after I'm gone. It's uh, it's uh, it's only that uh, that machine world that changes that. And and what's what's amazing about something where like Oak Mountain, there's other parks like this, but. Uh, versus just a pure bike park right. is the idea that not only were those trails built by hand by a bunch of really passionate people climbing up and down that mountain, mm-hmm. making those trails happen. Then there's some stuff that was brought in that was machined and like some of the pieces and parts by like, um, like Shaggy and those guys that built tails. And yeah. if you yeah. haven't written tails is a very machine trail. Mm-hmm. They did a great job designing it to make it feel like single track, uh, machined sh- single track, if you will. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I enjoy some of the stuff like Jekyll and Hyde. And oh, stuff. yeah. That's like, that's gnarly as get out. Yeah. But you can feel, at least to me, it feels like someone put it in a tr- storyteller is that way. I've never right. ridden it. Yeah. That's not a machine trail. That's no. like a bunch of dudes hiking up a mountain with chainsaws. Yeah. And you know, it's a sustainable trail. I mean, it's going to basically be a, a trail that if no one touches it for four months, and the rain comes down on it, it will still be there because mm-hmm. it wasn't machine built. It's not four feet wide. Right. Um, you'll, you'll be able to rip it, rip it up. The other thing is, though, like I'm so weird because I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have to ask that. Like I shouldn't give them respect immediately. But I also am also like, well, I don't owe the dudes that built this trail anything either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like 
they're gone. Like I'm here. Like right. I kind of just live in my own little bubble when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, it's I mean, a sports it's, management it is bubble. A sports thing. It is. I think it is seriously because I was ingrained to like growing up like so hardened with traditional sports of like, dude, I'm here to whip your ass whether you're before me or after me. Like that's the goal. <laughs> You know, so it's like, well, you're ultra competitive. No, that, and see, that I don't too, have yeah. a competitive bone in my body. I would actually shy away from competition. I just soon en- enjoy it and not compete against it. Right. Um, which a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people actually have fussed at me and wanted me to be competitive. I'm like, no, which is dumb. yeah. The, if you want someone who is who brings negative energy then try to get me to do something that I don't want to do. Cause that's, that's when you will get, um, the, the, the wrong person. You, you, you don't want that guy. You don't want yeah, that guy. I mean, I, I listen, I I've said it a thousand times. Like I, I, Justina knows, I mean, she's in the same business. We work in a highly competitive industry. Mm-hmm. Like we are fighting. I say it a lot. Said it last time. We're fighting for our existence every single day. Like I'm fighting to. to, yeah. not to I have to stay creatively relevant. I have to stay uh, financially relevant. I have to. I'm the owner of a business, so I have to be. Uh, I've fiduciary responsible. I have a lot. Yeah. So the last thing I want to do is go kill myself. But what I will do is be competitive with myself on the trail. But I don't necessarily. But what I do enjoy is watching uh, my slaves compete. Yeah. Like Gail Boyd. <laughs> From yes, <laughs> my gladiator, my gladiators, or indentured servants. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm in more gladiator <laughs> style. I'm going oh, back yeah. to Romans, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, that yeah. side of things. Yeah, right. But but I'm like a seeing father them, of a murdered daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The he, husband of a he murdered wife. He walks by the tall grass and runs his hand <laughs> and right I'll by have it. My vengeance in Elysium, <laughs> and I'm Joaquin Phoenix, oh. weird face, and then doing the thing. But anyway, yes, gladiator. I I so I get your point. Let me ask this and dodge it if you need to. Okay. I think you're pretty good. You're an artful dodger, we might say. Oh. Where do you what is your this is a hot topic. What is your take on on like the organizations that are uh they accept our money? Yeah. And then they take money and then allegedly they do a lot of stuff. <laughs> what is <laughs> the government? Uh, well, no, oh. specifically to mountain biking. More localized. What is your take on that? I'm not say, asking you to trash anything, but like we struggle. I personally struggle, and I've heard other people in the mountain bike community struggle with the idea of like, oh, I joined an IMBA chapter. Okay. I've given them money. Where's my money go? And that side of things. I mean, I'm not asking well, you to put yourself on a bad spot. No, but, but no, artful dodge I will it if answer you want that. to. Artful dodge it. Uh, somebody made a comment the other day, and I responded to it with exactly what I mean. It's kind of. Hey, let's have events because oftentimes that's what people say. If I join this cl- club X, whatever, where does my money go? What 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 do I get in return for it? And I'm like, well, I I can't speak for any club, and I've been a member of a handful of them. Um, but it's one of the things that I've done this past year is um, gone to the club president and the club um i guess board of directors and it's like hey let's have some events and let's have club events let's have free events where the only way that you can participate in these events is if you're a club member and oh by the way let's not charge 15 dollars to shuttle let's say it's free to members and that boosted membership because who don't i mean because we had people who were paying three 15 dollar a time shuttles. That's more than a membership. Yeah, just join. Why would you just join? Right. So it was like it was fifteen dollars or free to members, 
and they still did the $15. It's like, cut it out. Cut that out and make them members. And it's like, okay, let's have let's have members-only rides. And so that was like members-only rides. You know what you get with a members-only? A jacket. I was about to say a cool say jacket, jacket, boy. But only a certain demographic of our listeners get will creative get creative with it. And that's one of the things that I was um, – you know, our fearless president allowed me to do this past year, and it overwhelmed me because I think I had five events where it was just like, okay, I, I need help, and there's no one around to help, but it it worked. But that that lies the problem, right? So, so one of the challenges with this, and, and I hear it a lot, is that we have money coming in. I was mm-hmm. taking the Joe Rogan pee break. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have money coming in yeah. to this organization. Yeah. I don't know where it goes. And then sometimes in your case, you, you built up more events, but then you needed help. And there wasn't a way to necessarily like, sometimes money facilitates an ease and stuff. Like you could buy a product as opposed to spending more man hours or labor yeah. hours on something. So that, that side of things happens. I think what, where, where, where it's tricky and challenging is when we start looking at the parent side of things, when you go all the way to the top mm-hmm. and you know, I'm critical of it because I think you should be critical of it. I support it. I pay my dues and I'm all about it. Yep. But what I would like to see is a way for, for and it's hard to run a big organization, but better communication down. Mm-hmm. And so in the case of like an Imba thing, yeah. I, I'll call him out. We had Philip on the show who's president of Sorba. Yep. Love Philip to death. I yep. think he is he is what needs to be happening inside of that space. 100%. Love him. Yep. But on the Imba side, I got an email that just said, dear insert name okay that's what it said they didn't fix oh, it oh so they didn't even yeah they it didn't, didn't insert right. your name it didn't work it literally said dear insert name and and for me not that it's that big a deal but from an organizational standpoint yeah. nothing makes you feel less detached yep, yep. than being insert name yep i it, i completely agree with that um i i haven't um i'm not on the national scene even though i go to regional events and um i am not a board member and one of the reasons why i'm not a board member is because i want to do whatever the hell it is i want to do without having any repercussions um um so i can't really speak to emba uh i think emba is necessary for things like uh things we don't want to talk about like insurance purposes sure Um, um we just had to deal with it on our own, so it's always fresh. I, I guess where I'm going with it is, is arguably, I think what what would be really interesting as an, a thought experiment um, would be take somebody like you, mm-hmm. right? Who who is a who is a uh, international man of mystery, yeah, right? But take somebody like you and make you not not on a board because I don't think a board's right for you. Nah, but what I, I do think is interesting is if you're a brand ambassador, okay. So now all of a sudden you have a brand ambassador that's out there in the world yeah. that's going around and can say these certain things and has a little bit of like, hey, you know what? Here's what's cool. Because what that opens up is that opens up real con- – because you're having real conversations Conversation. with real human beings with the young people who down the road are going to – Yep. let's just say hypothetically the rule of 80-20 exists. So out of 100 kids, 20 of them are going to make enough money to support Imba. Yep. It's going to be more than that. Right. But of that 20 – Five of them are going to give more than the $50. Oh, yeah. Five of them are going to end up being the people that are big sponsors or they contribute more time. Or future presidents or of fu- their organization. Exactly. Well, they are going to be future presidents. That's the thing about it. And that's, you do not want to eliminate them because they are what's going – I mean, they're, they are the future. Um, 
It's funny you mentioned being a brand ambassador or an ambassador at all. I get that all the time, almost weekly. People want me to be an ambassador or something, but I'm like, I don't know how to sell myself. Uh, unless I'm just working the streets, but that's the only way I know how to sell myself. <laughs> that's why I'm he lives in a van. So that's why can, I live in a van. Yeah. Navigate away from it. I don't have candy in my van. I have Dr. Peppers. <laughs> I'm I don't cool have, with that, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. once yeah. a pepper, always Getting a pepper. Getting a different demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he that, holds but Tums. What's, <laughs> oh, God, Tums. That's exactly. Tums. 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 about Yeah, yeah I, have, I have Tums. Tums and Werthers. Upset. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that we talked about, and I'm 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 going to shamelessly pedal it. That wasn't a tee up, but I'm I'm going to use it. Do as it. One, tee it up. Is that we're going to actually have? Uh, we've been playing with the name, and it will probably change twenty times. Last we joked about it. It was where in the world is Eric Hagen? <laughs> if you remember the where in the world, where is he? Venue. Where is he? Uh, I, I personally, my favorite is in the Eric tonight. In the Eric tonight. Oh, I can feel it. Hagen in there. Hagen in there. That one's good. You've been working on that one, haven't you? Uh, No. So um, a buddy of mine came up with that one. Um, So I had cancer. Um, I have had... uh, Boy, that's a mic drop. Yeah. 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 Talking everybody's self. Thank you for coming to the show. Enjoy the rest of your year. If you know me, then you know that I have had all kinds of major medical problems. And a lot of the cool things was... So I had throat cancer. Had HPV throat cancer. We're not going to get into that, but parents, please vaccinate your kids. Regardless of what religion you believe in, vaccinate them. Um, but um, one of my friends was like Hagen in there because I, people were saying throat punch, and that was with a hashtag. And he hashtagged Hagen in there and uh, Matt Meyer at Busted Knuckle Films, which, it, you know, huge YouTube celebrity. Huge. Uh uh, he did that. That was him. So we could use that. I don't think he's patented it. I think hanging in there, hanging in, in, there, in, there, in there is awesome. Hanging in there, fantastic. Yeah. I, I like. I like to with, use shunt. Which shunt? Gonna, yeah, I thought you were going to say shunt like well, your daddy. It scares people because they don't know what shunt is, yeah, and true. it's like oh shunt. And then when I, you know, I say that it's like you know, it's that. That's my shunt. Uh, it's a medical device. It keeps me alive. It keeps my cerebral spinal fluid come. I was leaking cerebral spinal fluid. I laid flat in a hospital bed for six months. When was this? Oh eight, two thousand eight. I started what? just so I had a pituitary tumor removed when I was in high school here in Mobile at South Alabama University of South Alabama, and they went uh, craniotomy. So they went through the, through my head. They pulled a third of my skull off and went deep in, grabbed the tumor, size of a lemon. Got it out. Oh, yeah. On my pituitary gland. So your pituitary gland is the size of a, of a black-eyed pea, and the tumor was like a size of a lemon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yep. Got hit by a car when I was seven. Turns out that messed my back wait, up. Wait, can we... Let's start... Let's let's yep. wait. Let's go chronologically, <laughs> yeah. because ba- you I'm just bouncing. dropped... I'm bouncing all you, over. You just I? dropped like Bomb <laughs> yeah, City, boom, USA. Boom, boom. I mean, it was multiple... The, I got, think the long story short is I'm happy to be here. And that's yeah, the thing. That's it's like, energy. how many times should I have died? Um, and I won't even get into the spiritual part about that because I have sat in the in the bed and had very big spiritual moments. Um, kind of like there's a picture here that looks like it has some type of oh, universe in it or something. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a heart I made for my mom, and I made an extra one. Yeah, but it's a universe of a heart. That's correct. And it's that's the love of space. It is. It you know energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So use the positive energy is always been kind of as an adult at least is 
It's kind of how I, I, I live life and, and see life. You know, be the energy that you want other people to give back to you. So, um, but um, no, I've had a lot, a lot of medical problems. I mean, I, I have had twice where the doctor has come to my family and been like, might want to get his affairs in order. Holy smokes. And it's been that. Uh, I, they finally stopped my leaking cerebral spinal fluid only to release me. And I came back about three weeks later with a rare form of mold in my cerebral spinal fluid. What? Yeah. <clears throat> so I sat about another two months at, in the neuro ICU at UAB. And that was when they were just like, he's dead. Like, no one's ever survived this. No one's ever left UAB with this rare form of mold. So true story, I was actually um, at my neurosurgeon's visit about a year or so ago. And I was asking her because I've had bacterial meningitis three times. So I was like, could I be a candidate for like CTE because I've had bacterial meningitis three times? She goes, I have no clue. I don't know. And I was kind of <laughs> taken aback by her just nonchalant. And then she was typing on the computer. She stops and she looks at me. She's like, no one's ever survived three times of bacterial meningitis. So we don't have data on you. Holy, Holy smokes. Yeah. So yeah, it's like typically people die the first time they've had bacterial meningitis. Yeah. yeah. That's for that check that you looked at. Exactly. That's what, that's what killed And me. actually, so I was in 4-H here and one of my friends in 4-H while we were in 4-H down here, he got meningitis and passed away in like less than 24 hours. Yeah. That's what got Dawson uh-huh. when he passed away. Same thing. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean that ex- I, I should have led with that question. Yeah, that's a good I spin like, on it all, ain't it? Well, no, it just puts everything. Actually, it's an interesting way to tell a story. It certainly puts everything in. I think in a much more interesting perspective of like, it's not that that explains a lot, but good golly, that explains a lot. Well, yeah, and I mean I have been in rooms with CEOs, big big prominent people that everyone's like kind of afraid to and tip tiptoe around. I don't tiptoe around anybody. Like everyone has to sit on the same, sit on the toilet the same way. It's regardless of like we all sit to pee, right? Everybody in this room, everyone, sits, everyone to sits to pee. We all yes. sit to pee. Yeah, we all, all sit of to us. Pee. Right, and go I boom boom so. whatever. I did yeah. when I just went in there. Yeah, and I just did. Yeah, that's why the toilet seat's always down. It's never up. <laughs> Even we just in, lie. We're just lying to ladies the entire we time. We are. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I was just waiting for someone to admit it. Do you lift the seat up whenever? Yeah, yeah just okay. so, so people would think a man was in there before me. And you have boots on your front porch? Yes. Yeah. To like keep the burglars away. Yeah. 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 Then they have like spider webs in them and junk. That is that is where <laughs> the bees hang out. They have like yeah. Is in those boots on, on your porch. <laughs> the bees. The boots. Yeah. Yeah. Well so I can the, go on and on about I can just ad lib. We can just talk about boots on porches. But that's why I think we have to have our own uh uh segment yeah, going forward. We're going back to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hanging in there. Hanging in there. I like that a lot. Who knows where I'm going to be? Because honestly, in 2024, I think I'm headed out to Utah in January. And uh, I work on the road. I work out of a recliner. Um, It's fun to enter into meetings where everyone's like just stressed out at their desk. And I'm in a Starbucks. Like when we turn our cameras on onto our team's meetings and they're like, "Wait, you're you're at us in a Starbucks? Like, yeah, yeah. That's no one said that I couldn't work in a Starbucks, right? That's right. <laughs> Am uh, I at work? It's not. Yeah, it's not in the handbook that says I can't do that. 
or at a state park, wherever. Um, so, yeah. I have a good life. Absolutely. It's not for everybody. And sometimes it's not even for me. But um, I enjoy it. It's fun. I think the best part is we get to have a little, we get a little glimpse of it. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Uh, the goal will be just to drop those into the show at some point. We'll see what they are. I don't want them. I don't want them built out. I don't want them just like this show. It can't be overly produced. Can't be no. overly planned. It's just got to be as raw as humanly possible. I was given um, a GoPro at a race up in Jasper of all places. At one point, Jasper was trying to get mountain bike trails, and I was all for it. So we had a Hammy's race. Their local government was all for it. Put together this whole crap i don't even know what it was called but someone handed me i would guess i was kind of like an mc um a, a gopro on a stick and just like walk around with it and it ended up being like an amazing five minutes because i did it like all day long and they were having a, a hammy's race and it, it it was gold uh the the way that they edited it was just absolutely awesome so um I've emceed a bunch of stuff. And when I go to rock bouncing events, um, I used to be the guy holding signs on the side of the trail, but they started handing me mics and I'm not a, uh, I'm not really a play by play guy. I don't do that, but I'm a good color commentator. Yeah. So like you have a professional announcer and you have like a professional play by play guy. And then I'm kind of like off to the side, just being color commentary. And that's what I do at the rock bouncing events as well. Just one-line zinger kind of things. And I don't know. People say I'm quick, but they obviously have never seen me run. <laughs> I am not quick. They've never seen me bike. <laughs> you should go by run and try. They can take care of you. Oh. Hey, oh, Justina getting one in look there. Look at you. Yes. Teen it up. Yeah. Um, all right. Was there is there anything else you need to shamelessly plug or, or fit into the, uh, the old uh, internet sphere of magical influence? No. Uh, I mean, I think, you know... Where in the world is Eric Hagen? Because that's the other thing is, is like, I'm... A rambling man. I'm going to leave here, <laughs> and I'm going to be somewhere tomorrow morning that's going to be extremely fun. Um, There's some stuff going down. Uh, oh, it's too... Uh, it's, it, it'll be after the fact. It's at Coldwater, so I'm going to be at Coldwater tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So I'm headed there after that. Uh, and probably tonight I will stay at a Love's somewhere. Somewhere outside of um, Birmingham. Or maybe outside of Coldwater. Who knows? I love traveling. I have gone across the country five times. That's wow. Fantastic. 43 states. If you... People want to leave... I, I have only ever been to Canada. Never been any at any other country. And I probably won't ever go to Europe because there are so many cool places to go in this country. So that's... Hadn't been on a plane in a decade, so... That's go wild. get yourself a van maybe my van take some my dr. van dr peppers get some dr peppers tums. if you want if, if the i ladies. mean tums for the ladies dr peppers for the adolescents <laughs> why tums for the ladies <laughs> i don't i don't know where you're going with Dude, the ladies have upset with stomachs? that was fantastic yeah. <laughs> tum, ta, tum, tum. depends on what age ladies you're picking up <laughs> in the van <laughs> I, I mean we are plus 40 well drew says worthers so uh, apparently i'm trying to pick up old ladies you guys you should actually also keep there's nothing wrong with a good worther sir yeah I, but nothing got you caught faster than the <laughs> the candy jar that had the glass lid that the worthers were in have you seen the meme where it's got the little <laughs> yeah. strawberry things where it's oh, like no one good. has ever sold these but 
they show up magically in a dish. I've never seen them sold. <laughs> I've before. never seen them sold. Anywhere. I've never seen them sold, but they're in every grandmother's house in a dish. There'll be a leprechaun. Once you turn sixty-five, they—that's sh- what you, you wake up. It it's a weird. government program, actually. Elf on the Shelf brings grandmothers. <laughs> it's life alert. Dishes. It's not Elf on the Shelf. It's life alert. Life, <laughs> life alert. <laughs> life alert. <laughs> Help! I am out of strawberry chews. <laughs> And I can't hit the Did button. You fall, that's or actually you need the more yes. shoes. Yes, I'm out of that's, strawberry. That comes shoes. in the secret pamphlet yes. you get with the life alert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too good. Well done. What else do you want to know from me? Is the question. Well, no, I, I, I'm going to save it. We're yeah, going to get only, more out of it. This isn't oh, your only hot seat I, time. I'm going to have so much. I mean, it's you can ask me questions now. And I'm going to have more because it's really situational. Yeah. Period. That's other. That's kind of what we were thinking with the hanging in there, or was that what it was? Hagen. 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 That's my last name. Hagen. Hagen. Did I not say it right? You I didn't not. announce it. You said right? hanging. You said hanging. hanging. He's not hanging. He's Whatever. Hagen. You can say that part. That Hagen can... in there. Hagen in there. It's um. But that's what we're trying to do. Is I need like a picture of you, uh, like a cat on that poster, the hanging in there poster. Please and thank you. Oh. I can't. Are I, you I, hanging on to like the wall? Photoshop, I have honey. horrible finger strength. No, it's it, it, no, it's, it's Photoshop. It's Photoshop. We just rig it. Can we man. get like what is it? AI? Can something like that? Can we? Get Alan that Iverson. Yeah, that's what I always think too. Yeah, I'm trying AI? to get that <laughs> yeah. every time somebody says AI. Well, so I'm five like, seven. I know you probably can't see that in, but so my family, everyone was tall. My, both of my brothers were six five. My dad was six three. My mom's brother was six two. I have a sister that's six foot. I had a pituitary tumor, but oh, yeah. up until like eighth grade, I was always the biggest in class. So I dominated everything. I could, <laughs> I could barely touch the rim in middle school, and I knew that I was going to be somebody. And here I am, not not being anybody. I think you're life. being everybody, sir. You're being everybody. You're the, like you the, you're like the best example of a human on the planet. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's uh. It is funny to see the looks on everybody's face when we say Eric's coming, like they light up. <laughs> it's for real. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. you gotta think, man. That's that's what I was saying in the beginning. Is like it. It's it's the 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 reputation. Your reputation transcends just a guy with a bullhorn into something like once they know you, somebody everybody connects to it. So that's humbling. Uh, I mean, I. It's the. Everyone there is what I look forward to. So you know, I think it's it, it's a it's definitely a two way street. It's because if I'm going to a parking lot by myself, or if I'm going to a trailhead by myself, ain't nothing fun about that. I don't have a good time by myself. I I enjoy seeing everyone there. Yeah. Um. And it doesn't even matter how cool you are. You could be the weakest person, the weakest rider. I had my mom as a school teacher in fifth grade. And one of the things that she thought she was getting over on me, she sat me cause I would not shut up. Kind of like this interview. Um, <laughs> she That's moved so me beside the shyest girl in the classroom thinking that that's it. She ain't going to talk to him in less than 30 minutes. She, that girl was getting in trouble with me. <laughs> That's well kind of that's the energy, I guess. That I really, not only do I bring, but that's what I want everyone to enjoy, not just me. So it's, I love, I love a good time, and as long as it's before eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. We have a yeah. cutoff too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I. Well, I know we were honored that you came to Jankfest. Like that was a, it legitimized us yeah. even further. So like, Dude, we yeah, got, it was fantastic. We have Eric here, and that was one of the. I, I was going to miss it. Because, you know, and sometimes the Lord intervenes and rains out 
uh, one stage enduros at Coldwater. It's not going to rain out Jankfest. No, well, <laughs> in the we'll rain. do it, it didn't. anyway. Yeah. Oh, make it rain, baby. I used to have a sign that said make it rain. Um, and that was a rock bouncing event, though. That was, um, but um, no, it's, I, I, I was like, look, I've got to go to this. And I originally told, I was like, I'm not going to Jankfest. And that sucks. And then other people that were coming to Jankfest were messaging me, asking me if they were going to, if there was like, oh, are you going to go? And that's why I finally, after like the third one, I was like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I had to cancel. And luckily they got to postpone it. So I also got to MC that event as well. well. Yes. Love it. Nice. Love it. Fairy tales. Um, all right. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap this this part of the show up. Uh, thank you, Eric, for hanging out with us. Truly appreciate My it, pleasure. as we've said. My pleasure. Look thank forward to hanging in there. Like, I'm legitimately excited about it. Scott Vickery, I know you listen to this. I think that you guys, sh- if you're smart, you should co-sponsor that scenario with us and slap him in one of those badass vans. <laughs> or get me a job at... Fox. Or get him a job at Fox where he also still has to do Hagen. Hey, we have other contracts. Remember, Stop he does great. IT. Yeah. He can take care of you. Shout out to our boys. I'm just saying, like, I do think, I think Eric is uh, the ultimate hype man. I think he's a fantastic human being. And I think he's he, he brings a value that, as a person in advertising, is very hard to come by. You're the OG influencer, my man. Yes. Thank you. Um, that means a lot. So, with that said, just remember what Dale Boyd says. Be the energy you want to be. Is that what you said? Uh, I think that I think the army said that. 